Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce cost and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash strange. netsuite.com slash strange. netsuite.com slash strange. A note for listeners. September is One Strange Thing's anniversary month, and our patrons voted to select the topic for this, our anniversary episode. And this topic was their top choice. We hope that you enjoy this strange tale. And hey, thanks for sticking with us these past three years. It means a lot. I'm Laura Norton, and this is One Strange Thing, the show where we search the nation's news archives for stories that can't quite be explained. Strangers, it will not come as a shock to you, we're sure, that there are some places nestled in this country's vast terrain that are, for a lack of a better term, weird. It's a byproduct of living in such a sprawling environment. Eventually, the twin flames of necessity and happenstance come together and force civilization to pop up in places it just doesn't belong. And if you've ever traversed the United States by road, you'll know this. Every now and then, you'll pass through a town that just, well, shouldn't exist. It feels incongruous at best, and sometimes it feels far worse. The Southwest is one of those hostile climates where a certain kind of city doesn't really fit. Las Vegas is a classic example. It's a vast watering hole that exists despite the odds. The lights are too bright, the air is too hot, and the sidewalks are caked with who knows what. It's the kind of place where mid-century tourists would go to bars themed after the atomic bomb and watch detonations in the distant desert. Sometimes they'd even get bussed out for a better view. We're not kidding. Around Vegas, similarly strange outposts have sprung up as well, like invasive plants in the desert. And today's story takes us to just such a spot. It's three hours away from Las Vegas and much smaller, the town of Tonopah. Tonopah is really about halfway between Las Vegas and Reno, at the junction between U.S. routes 95 and 6. And when we say there's nothing there, we mean it. 
The last census put Tonopah's population at a little over 2,000 people. Per the town's official website, it started out as a settlement for silver miners around the turn of the 20th century. By the middle of that century, though, the primary economic driver for Tonopah was the military, the Tonopah Test Range. And you might ask, what did they test? Well, it's top secret for the most part. A U.S. Department of Energy website gives us a good hint, though. The range provides, quote, research and development test support for the Department of Energy's weapon programs. In civilian speak, strangers, that translates to nukes and the fancy aircraft that may or may not be carrying them. You've heard of Area 51? This is literally Area 52. And we tell you all of this not because today's episode is about aliens or that Oppenheimer guy and his weirdly blue eyes. It is not. But this is important context for what today's episode is about. Because, like we said, some places are just really, really odd. And with that, we say, bring in the clowns. And we're not just nodding to Sondheim. This episode is about clowns. You have been warned. But it's not about clowns in the sense of circus shenanigans exactly. No, this is about a clown-themed motel in Tonopah. We're not kidding. It's called, literally, the Clown Motel. Strangers, we would love to start straight in with some history. Maybe we'll cite a property record or name your favorite newspaper. But first, we should probably explain what exactly we mean by Clown Motel. For this, it's best to turn to the clownmotelusa.com, the motel's official website. When you visit the homepage, you'll be greeted with some perky elevator music and photos of the outside of the motel. Picture any motel at all. At the moment, this one is painted a sort of burgundy with a mustard yellow trim and brightly colored doors. And then there's a two-story tall cutout of a clown affixed to the front of the motel. He's got poofy hair, pinstripes, polka dots, clown makeup, a gaping smile, and vacant eyes. You get the idea. Apparently, this guy is the mascot, and his name is Jolly. The rooms of the establishment are pretty standard for a motel, save for the amount of, uh, clowns. And there are a lot. We're talking neon colors and murals of clowns. Some rooms are calmer and just have a little clown art on the neutral-toned walls. Others go above and beyond and are dedicated to famous horror movies. For example, Room 108 is an It-themed room where a mural of Pennywise watches you sleep. There are also pet-friendly rooms and most offer a microwave. You know if that sweetens the deal for you at all. Uh, those two details are not related. Just to cap things off, the common areas, like the front office, have life-sized clown mannequins. And according to the official website, there's an on-site clown museum full of figurines and trinkets, most of which have been donated. 
There are photos on the website of an older lady named Teresa who has apparently donated more than 800 clown items and has earned herself free lifetime lodging. And don't worry, there is a gift shop. Judging by the online offerings, there are some real bangers in there. By which we mean there are some really unsettling t-shirts. So strangers, at this point, you may be wondering, how and why does this business exist? It may surprise you all to know that the Clown Motel is not actually an artifact of a bygone century where all of this would have been more excusable. No, the Clown Motel is younger than the internet. Per the Review Journal, the motel seems to have been built around 1985, but that fact does seem to be up for debate, because other sources, like an article in Overdrive, place the original opening year as 1990. But to be fair, Tonopah is a tiny place, and perhaps documenting the clown motel fell through the cracks. But we do know this. The founders of the clown motel were siblings, Leona and Leroy David. Leroy was already a motel owner in town, and both siblings, well, they collected clown memorabilia. Why? To honor their father, of course. The Review Journal wrote that the elder David was himself a clown enthusiast. The Mirror added that his children had been left with their deceased father's collection of 150 clown figurines and photographs. So, in his honor, they built a shrine to clowndom. And thus, the Clown Motel came into being. The Review Journal wrote that the David siblings operated the motel for around a decade before selling it to a local named Bob Perchetti, who purchased it for, according to Bob, a lot more money than it was worth at the time. We think that's what the kids call now a self-own. What spoke to Bob about the Clown Motel, either as a business venture or as a life calling? We aren't sure. But Perchetti proudly told local newspapers throughout the 2000s and early 2010s that his motel boasted over 600 clowns, in large part because people kept sending them in for display. And the motel itself did good business for many years. Overdrive wrote in 2014 that Bob had a simple set of philosophies for running his clown motel. We keep it clean. We offer rates people can afford. We try to accommodate our guests and make them feel comfortable. I've been known to cover the clowns with a blanket to keep people from being uncomfortable while checking in or out. We'll even take the clown pictures out of the room, if necessary. Now, strangers, we need to change gears for a moment here. You will likely remember the spate of creepy clown sightings that had the nation, understandably, on edge in 2016. This was not a clever viral marketing campaign for, well, anything as far as we know, and certainly not for a clown-themed motel in the middle of the desert. But the enthusiasm for the clown motel evaporated almost overnight. The clown motel's proprietor was not pleased. Per the LA Times, at this point, Bob Perchetti had owned the Clown Motel 
for a little over 20 years. And Bob was not thrilled with the murder clown situation and the ensuing trouble the motel was having getting bookings. Around Halloween of 2016, a usually busy period, only about a third of the rooms were occupied. So, Bob told the LA Times in what we assume was the most exasperated tone possible, We just don't need this. Bob's employee Marie, who was working the front desk at the time, added, Dear Lord, as if we don't have enough going on in this country. Knuckleheads. And, perhaps, the strain of running a clown-themed business in an anti-clown world got to Bob Perchetti. The following year, in 2017, the motel went up for sale. But Bob was nothing if not a good steward of the motel's spirit. Per the Las Vegas Review-Journal, he said, I'm not going to let whoever buys it change the clown motif. That's going to be part of the contract. And change the clown motif? The next owner did not. That title belonged to art director and marketer Hami Anand. Per the Pahrump Valley Times, Hami's extended family already owned two motels in the Las Vegas area, and they'd been encouraging him to get into the family business for a while. So, as he told the Pahrump Valley Times, Hami started looking for motels up for purchase, and the clown motel went up for sale right at the perfect time. This was a fortunate development for Hami, who was, a uh, certainly pro-clown. Which we guess isn't all that surprising, as he told the Daily Star, I don't see why people say, creepy. The clown is the laughing character. It makes you laugh. In fact, Hami more than doubled the number of clown-themed tchotchkes in the motel since taking ownership. He added his own collection of 200 clowns to the motel and was also savvy enough to ask for clown donations on social media. That effort yielded, according to the Times, about 500 additional clowns. Hami was also doing things like renovating the rooms, but it was, of course, the clown part that got the local media excited. And Hami was excited, too. As he told the Times... I eat, sleep, and drink only clowns. Per Travel Nevada, Hami and his brother, Vijay, continued running the clown motel together, and recently, per Mercury News, it got a major upgrade. An upgrade, that is, only if you enjoy a grotesque number of clowns. I'm sure you've heard the old adage that you should learn something new every day. It's good advice, but with so much to do, are you making time to learn and stay curious about our world? Well, with Everything Everywhere Daily, you can easily make that goal a reality. Everything Everywhere Daily is one of the world's most popular daily education podcasts. In about 10 minutes, you can learn something new every day. The show covers history, science, geography, mathematics, and technology, as well as biographies from some of the world's most interesting people. One listener says the show truly makes my day more enjoyable and entertaining. Fans of the show are so passionate, they even work to join the Completionist Club, the group of dedicated listeners who've listened to all 900 plus and counting episodes. 
I highly recommend you check out Everything Everywhere Daily's recent episodes on Why Are There No Flying Cars? and The Little Ice Age That Happened 700 Years Ago. Learn something new every single day with Everything Everywhere Daily. Find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for creepy stories? Then we might have a podcast for you. And now, presenting Rattled and Shook. Rattled and Shook is a weekly podcast that features new scary stories every episode. Kind of like this. I would hear her say things to me inside my head. I couldn't get around him. I was trapped. The other guy started to get pretty agitated. He grabbed my grandfather's oxygen hose and he cut off his oxygen. Then I started thinking, well, you know, who would be hanging around in this nowhere forest, in this nowhere area? And that's when I started looking more closely. And that's when I noticed there were several shapes. And they were slowly working their way toward me as they were moving from tree to tree. New episodes of Rattled and Shook are out every Thursday. Listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Per the news, by 2022, the number of clowns in this motel had increased to a whopping 3,000. This means that between the 31 rooms and the lobby, we're talking about an average of 93 clowns per room. And from the visitors' accounts, that seems about right, somehow. In 2021, the Mirror reported that a UK traveler's post about staying at the motel during a road trip was going viral. As that man, Stuart Moore, told the Mirror, I was looking on Google Maps during a drive, and I came across a motel called the world-famous Clown Motel. I was intrigued. Luckily, I'm not too freaked out by clowns. But if you have a real fear of them, it might have been challenging. Right next to my bed was a huge painting of an exorcist clown. There are heaps of little toy clowns hanging around in the rooms. It was definitely an experience that I'll remember. And memorable this whole thing was, put generously. But hey, we are not ones to yuck someone else's yum. Clearly, a lot of people like clowns. The love for the silly, goofy circus guys is surely what's driven the persisting interest since its opening, right? Well, it might be. Except for one strange thing. That clown motel is also purportedly haunted. And what's more, it's haunted for a pretty good reason because it's next to a very old graveyard. And that graveyard is, allegedly, quite active, if you get our drift. Now, if you were already familiar with this motel, it might well be because it's a hotspot for ghost stuff. And if you've waited this long for that shoe to drop, we thank you for your patience. But anyway, the Clown Motel was featured on the hit TV show Ghost Adventures back in 2015, and the episode gets rerun 
pretty often around Halloween. According to the Las Vegas Weekly, the cemetery behind the Clown Motel is home to townsfolk who died between 1901 and 1911. Now, mostly these folk were minors, and some even died because of that work. The Weekly reports that the 17 victims of the Belmont mine disaster were buried there back in 1907. But there are other important residents who, uh, make themselves known. Per the Weekly, quote, Former Nye County Sheriff Thomas Logan was put in the ground in 1906 and, allegedly, still fires his gun. Tonopah's official website says there are over 300 graves in the cemetery. So, why would any of these 300 prospective ghosts haunt a clown motel? It's unclear. The motel was not, as far as we can tell, built on top of the grave sites. And yet, in every single article we've ever seen about the clown motel, dating back to the very early 2000s, the notion of this place being haunted is stated as fact. So it's hard to tell when exactly people decided to look at this place and come to the obvious conclusion. Most of the modern reviews on Yelp and Google describe the motel as clean and definitely weird, but not haunted per se. There are some, though, who disagree. One user on Google wrote in 2019, I heard a knock last night at my door. I checked and nothing was there. I also heard voices throughout the night and found scratches on the wall. And also, per the web magazine Home Beautiful, another reviewer said his wife heard strange, creepy laughter outside their door, felt odd drafts, and felt something poking her arm in the night. Again, these experiences do seem to be few and far between, but they are also impactful for the motel's reputation. According to the Daily Star, even Hami Ammond, the owner of the motel was unnerved by its vibe. At first, he said, I was scared for a little bit. I couldn't sleep in my room. But one day I thought, why did I come here? There must be some divine power. They want me to run this motel. So, probably, they are not going to mess with me. Strangers. We take the they who are not going to be messing with him to mean a ghosts. That said, Hami did change his tune. In 2021, he told the East Bay Times that any of the spirits that hung around the motel were actually pretty chill. They are happy. Happy. They never scare anybody. Nobody has ever freaked out in the middle of the night. Which, if we're being honest, definitely sounds like something the owner of a haunted motel would say. These spirits don't spook anybody, no sir. This is all a little bit funny, of course, because the motel currently uses its hauntedness as a selling point, and pretty enthusiastically so. The motel's website uses the tagline, scariest motel, pretty often, 
There's a page dedicated to alleged tragedies and hauntings that have occurred on site. We suspect that these are a concoction of a savvy marketing effort, though, because these events, the death of an employee in room 108, a miracle performed in room 10, thefts in room 214, have never been corroborated by any other source. But if it's corroboration you're after, there's also a tab dedicated to more commonplace paranormal incidents. At the moment, it seems like the page will eventually be home to testimonials from staff and visitors. For now, it invites people to email their stories and photos to the motel to be shared online. There is also an excellent disclaimer on the page, which we would be remiss if we did not share. By visiting the Clown Motel, you acknowledge that you may encounter interactions with spiritual and or unexplained phenomena and or other unexplainable, unusual paranormal activity or interactions which may include risk which may or may not be foreseeable. The Clown Motel will not be held liable for any bodily injury, damage to personal property, emotional distress, death, or other harm caused by the aforementioned. Strangers, listen. The specter of a haunted clown motel is a foreboding presence, to be sure. So much so that, for a long time, nobody bothered to maintain the cemetery or its gravesites. As the Pahrump Valley Times wrote, quote, The original site of most early-day funerals, the burial ground sat in virtual disregard and disrepair for many years, until members of the Central Nevada Historical Society undertook a major project to restore some of its dignity. But there are those, a surprising number of them actually, who were not living in fear of the cemetery's residents. In 2011, the Pahrump Valley Times wrote that a group of paranormal enthusiasts came together to clean up the grave sites. They picked up trash, fixed fences, and replaced rocks that had been kicked around or otherwise misplaced. It seemed from more current photos like this is a pretty routine practice. For being as old as it is, the cemetery now looks well-kept. Now, it should be noted that the Clown Motel is not the only haunted tourist attraction in Tonopah. Far from it, frankly. But the other big one is the Mizpah Hotel, it was built in 1907, and in what is probably a top 10 worst ideas contender, it was built right on top of an old mine. In a story about the hotel, Las Vegas Weekly mentions a ghost called Rose, or the Lady in Red, who apparently haunts the Mizpah, roaming the hallways and, for some reason, leaving pearls on people's pillows. A journalist from the Weekly wrote that when she asked a Miss Paul waitress where best to find the lady in red, she was told, Try the fifth floor. Photograph mirrors. That's where she usually appears. For the record, strangers, that reporter did as she was told. And while she didn't see any specters, she did write, We feel her everywhere. Now, that is all fine and good, if a little predictable, in the realm of haunted hotels. A mournful lady spirit wandering the halls is pretty rote at this point, as is the fact that no journalist can seem to spot her when they visit. 
By contrast, we think there's something truly spectacular about an in-your-face clown motel perched next to a cemetery. It's not subtle, and it's not trying to be. And it's that lack of subtlety that has made the clown motel so famous over the years. Even in 2019, getting a movie adaptation. The Pahrump Valley Times wrote that Clown Motel, Spirits Arise, was getting a straight-to-DVD release, which makes sense because we failed to recognize any names affiliated with the project on IMDb. But we have to say, the premise, according to the Pahrump Valley Times, is fun. Quote, A group of ghost hunters arrives at the Clown Motel to find out whether it's abandoned and haunted by the souls of the clowns that used to live there. Along the way, they run into a group of women who are returning from a Las Vegas bachelorette party. But after the two groups start the party, a number of angry clown spirits rise from the nearby cemetery and come after the partygoers. Now, does that take liberties with the facts? Yes, several. Is it also just kind of incomprehensible? Certainly. But is it cinema? Well, kind of. In any case, strangers, as we approach spooky season, is there an advent calendar for that yet? You will probably see the Clown Motel pop up in many a listicle about haunted destinations to visit. Perhaps you'll consider visiting the motel yourself. We're certainly thinking about it. And if you're brave enough to stick around for a night and you make it out in one piece with your sanity intact, you'll have to let us know what you thought. As for ourselves, well, we've been wondering, why hasn't anyone considered whether all those clown statues and artifacts might be the true source of all those supernatural goings-on. They've been mailed in by hundreds, if not thousands, of strangers, collected from antique shops and auctions and then shipped off to the lonely desert where clowns have no business being. We have to say, it's an unsettling consideration. So, if you go, maybe stick to visiting in the daylight hours. That desert sun, it does have a nice habit of illuminating the dark corners of our world. And anything that stays dark in spite of it? <sighs> Frankly, that's none of our business. We hope you'll join us next time for another real-life story from the fine print of America's local papers, from the lives of regular people, just like you and me, except for one strange thing. To support the show and to hear more of the entirely true and enticingly peculiar, you now have three options to enjoy two extra bonus episodes a month. On Apple Premium and Supercast, you can get bonus episodes delivered to your app of choice for just $2.99. And for $2 more a month on Patreon, you'll get more fun extras. We hope you'll check out one of these options and support the show. There's a link in our show notes.
Strangers, I'm releasing my first book this October, and it's available everywhere right now for pre-order as audiobook, hardcover, and ebook. It's called Lay Them to Rest, and it's about John and Jane Doe's, my years-long experience following forensic experts around the country, and our efforts to solve the mystery of a cold case. Pre-orders are a big factor in its success. So, if you're interested, you can find a link in our show notes. There are exclusive bonuses available when you pre-order.